Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's mini episode, we're diving into how we define branding. And this question is something that comes up in our conversations. What is a brand? So Kat, why don't you break down like some of the key things that you think make up a brand? Yeah. So I love this question. I would say that I look at branding as a feeling or an impression or a reputation or how people think about you in their mind's eye, right? How, not just how they think about you, but how they feel about you too, specifically when you're not there, when you're not in front of them, right? Like really memorable, impactful brands we think about and talk about even when they're not in front of us. And then when we see them again, we're like, oh my gosh, yes, that feeling that I have, those thoughts that I have about that brand it really, when you think about it at the end of the day, all comes down to building a relationship with your ideal customer, your ideal community, right? And that relationship is what creates that gravity that pulls people in, that makes them pay more for brands that they love, <laughs> yeah. that makes them spend lots of money with brands that they love, right? The lifetime value of customers who have strong relationships mm-hmm. with their brands. So that's kind of the initial way that I really define it. And I know, Candace, how, you have a really good explanation about how you look at this too. I like to address what people typically think of when I say the word branding. And lots of times people default to a brand is a logo. Mm-hmm. And that's just one element that makes up an entire brand. And so when I'm thinking about a brand, I'm thinking about the message, the values, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the imagery that does matter and it plays a role. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about the way it acts or interacts with the world, really. What is the way that the brand interacts? What do they represent? What do they stand for? And mm-hmm. a lot of times people as individuals don't think of themselves as a brand And I think that really holds people back sometimes if you don't think about yourself as a brand. I was on a webinar yesterday and I I was saying that you either build your brand with intention or one is assigned to you. So Mm -hmm. whether or not you know you have a brand, people think things about you already just by the way that you're interacting, whether it's online or in person or in your Mm -hmm. office or with your family, people have ideas of who you are and what you represent and they will say those things. If Mm -hmm. you want someone to say a certain thing about you, then you need to act and show up in the world in alignment with that. And so many people are just like willy nilly taking action in their life without really thinking about what do they want people to believe about them, say about them, feel when they think about them. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I love that you brought that up because we do see like when we work with clients or when we're leading workshops, like so many people are unintentionally allowing other people to brand them. Right. Like one of my favorite examples is like when I was younger in my early twenties among my friend group, I was known as the mother hen. Mm -hmm. I was the one that made sure that everybody like got into an Uber or a Lyft, that they, we didn't have too many drinks. We didn't leave drinks in a tent, you know, like I was the mother hen. That was how my friends branded me among my friend group. Yes. And I, I didn't do it intentionally. I just did it because I'm naturally a protector and a caregiver and I want to help others, but that's a, a perfect example, right? Like I'm sure you have examples in your past lives, Candace. Yeah, absolutely. I really think that, I mean, there's a through line to to my brand no matter what stage I am in my life. And, and I think it's that I'm always a little bit annoying. <laughs> I think innovation is one of my values and I'm always thinking about how to get better. And mm-hmm. sometimes Candace are like, people are like, damn, Candace, like we just fixed this. Now you see this next thing, right? There's right. always going to be a next thing. And mm-hmm. I can't just like sit in the progress. I have to like make the next step. And so mm-hmm. that's part of my brand is just to be a little bit annoying and a little bit in your face and a little bit like, come on, let's make shit happen. Yeah. Even when people maybe don't want to do that. <laughs> but then they might not be your people, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that that is always part of who I am, no matter what it is that I do. So whether I'm an educator Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be that whether I am a brand strategist or a design studio owner like that through line comes through anything that I'm going to do. And I think that people when you own those little things about you, you develop a brand that feels good to you mm-hmm. because you've decided that instead of rejecting those unique little quirks, you Mm -hmm. have embraced them. And that really is the thing that makes you stand out in the minds of other people because maybe other people are afraid to embrace those parts of them. Yeah. And I, I see that a lot when people are able to understand that maybe they're very intelligent and clever or they're very relentless or they're very um, humorous, right? They, they mm-hmm. incorporate a lot of comedy into their work and their, their personal and professional lives. And branding, I love it because this whole process and journey allows you to get to know yourself better so mm-hmm. that you can own those different parts of you. And it makes it really easy. What it looks like from the outside looking in is that it it makes it really easy to be confident. It makes it really easy to have these conversations because when someone comes to me and they're like, oh, Kat, you're such a challenger. You're so relentless. Where's your leather jacket? I don't see red in your Zoom background. Like what's going on here? (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, of course I'll lead with that. Like I don't, you know, you, you are able to just be a lot more comfortable in your own skin when you're intentional. Yeah. I think people are sometimes afraid of branding because it's not like this perfect science Mm. and your brand always evolves. And so it never really feels like it's done. Mm -hmm. And that's true because it isn't. You will always evolve and maybe your audience will change over time and things about you change over time as you learn and grow. But once you understand the key elements of a brand, it doesn't matter where you are in your life, you are able to 
you know, transition and make those changes and let yourself evolve because you can kind of check yourself against each of the elements and say, hey, does my logo and color scheme still match my current vibe and where I'm going with my brand? Or you can say, hey, are these values still in alignment with who I'm trying to become? And you get to ask yourself those things and make changes as you go. Yes. I love that. The brand branding is a living, breathing thing. It's not an exact science. It is also not something that happens overnight, which mm. I think a lot of people don't mm-hmm. understand. They want like a quick fix, a magic pill. And while branding does set you free and give you the luxury of choice and who you work with and how you work with them and where you want to work, because basically you're in the driver's seat of creating your business, creating your offers, identifying your clients. And it's a long-term play and it requires that consistency. But yeah, and I also, the last analogy that I really, I I wanted to share here, because I I shared it when I was um, speaking last month in Philly, is that branding is like the movie Inception, where you have to go so many layers deep to like implant this idea. And once you do, it takes hold and takes on a life of its own. But it's a journey, but going along that journey and you just create so much more powerful relationships too with absolutely with yourself first and foremost, and then also with your clients and with your peers and with your community. It's truly an amazing process. It really is. And if you need help with branding, we actually have a freebie on our website that is the ultimate beginner's guide to creating a personal brand. So you can go ahead and grab that and get started thinking about all the key elements of your brand. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question, we'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off, you're not so nice, but also clever besties that mean business. See you next week.